in the ongoing effort to avoid commercials on our show, we bring you a commercial from us. My subby and I have created a boutique adult toy store on my website. We have handpicked items that are low cost and show up on your doorstep with all of your other Amazon packages. Make sure though that you open them, not your kids. Go to kristenkellogg.com or find the link in the notes of this episode. We will get a percentage of the sales from the items exclusively on my storefront. You get some special items to enhance your FLR and we all win without a stupid ass commercial. This podcast is intended for mature audiences only. If you're not 18 years of age or older, there are thousands of other podcasts you can listen to and you can come back and visit us when you are 18. This podcast is meant solely for entertainment. We are not licensed doctors, lawyers, or therapists. We simply have a fascination with the lifestyle and I'd love to share it with you and get your thoughts and opinions. Hey everyone, join me on my journey from living a 100% vanilla life to tiptoeing into a whole new world I never knew existed. Exploring a life that puts a whole new spin on sex and its meaning to me. From chastity devices and cup holding to my experiences and the lifestyle, I have met some amazing people and had some crazy experiences and learned a lot about myself along the way. Welcome to Christine's FLR Podcast. I want to talk about a little thing that I found, and it's called Planetary Design, who I am also an affiliate with. Now, I know that's off track of my normal naughty affiliates, but what better than to wake up with some coffee in the morning and listen to, oh, I don't know, Christine's FLR podcast? The whole idea behind it was created on a backpacking trip in 1992 and the desire to want good coffee while in the wilderness camping. And if you're new here or missed the episode where I talked about the fact that my subby and I are actually going to go full time. So I'm looking for companies that align with our goals in that part of our life. And I came across Planetary Design. They have fantastic products that are very durable, good for the environment, and align with our goals as far as our future living goals, I guess I could say. You should totally check them out. I will put a link in the show notes. But if you like coffee, they have a fantastic French press. They have travel options. They have cool mugs. I mean, who doesn't like a good mug? So check it out. Welcome back. Episode, let's do it right this time, 43. Yes, it is 43. Okay, 43 it is. This week we are on location. We are. From my favorite place in the world, my happy place. Yep. And my subby's here. Hi. That's exciting. It's very exciting. I love when you're here. It's, um... A rare but fun occurrence. I like it. This week, since my subby is here, Mm -hmm. we're going to talk about subspace. 
what the definition is and how, well, we'll give you the Google definition and then we'll give you our definition or how it pertains to us or how we live because we may not have the same perspective of the, of the, we may not have the same perspective of the subspace as you might. And as usual, we may take the sex out of it and just talk about subspace in general. But first, housekeeping, housekeeping. One. Uno. What's the first one? We're doing the road to zero. Yeah. So as many of you know, or maybe don't, we are going full time in our camper. In 347 days, again, who's counting? This girl, that's right, me. Uh, We are posting a video every day on our regular TikTok. Vanilla TikTok. Vanilla. And we were going to try and keep this separate, but listen, there's my word. It just is what it is. It is what it is. And I'm not ashamed of what I do. I love what I do. And this podcast is important to me. Mm -hmm. And I don't find anything wrong with it. So it's just part of who we are. So if you want to follow us, I don't know if we've mentioned this in other uh, episodes of our podcast or not, or of this podcast or not, but uh, we also have a TikTok called Uncompassed Life. And that will be our. TikTok, YouTube, all of that, that will be documenting our journey when we go full time. And again, we are going full time in a 1986 camper, so it is not going to be anything glorious. I suspect there will be many problems and I'm so fucking excited. I can hardly wait. It's not like this palatial mansion. Yeah. This is a big fucking camper compared to what we're used to now. You could fit our other camper inside of this camper. You could. This one also needs some work. And right. it was a fixer-upper when we bought it, but I love it. It's turning out pretty good. Yep. It's yeah. going to be good. So, yes. Uncompassed life on pretty much everything. Yes. YouTube, Insta. Yep. TikTok. Gmail. Uh, I think that pretty much covers it. Yeah, I think that's everything. We'll put links in the show notes. I'll put links in the show notes. Yeah, because I don't do that. That's why I have no. him. She has great show notes, but she's never read them. <laughs> That's not true. She has. I'm just kidding. And if you can't see right now, I'm making the little emoji face where the teeth are showing like. Oh, yeah. It's okay. Speaking of TikTok. Moving on. Yes. Number. What is it? Two. Two. Um. I'm real frustrated with TikTok. Um, everything is getting taken down, even if it is not. I mean, listen, I understand I put out adult content. I, I'm fully aware. Uh, but they're getting real picky about anything that I say. Yep. Uh, so I am going to produce minimal content probably on my TikTok anymore. It's like it's neutered. It is. Or vanillaized. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's just not the content. I mean, we'll put vanilla content out on Uncompassed. Christine Kellogg was specifically for this type of content. It was to help get the word out about my podcast. And 
help people that might feel a little lost entering in the lifestyle or just get information. Well, TikTok doesn't want to help me. Right. So we have moved to Clapper. It's called Clapper. Which is basically TikTok, but you can pretty much post anything. It kind of looks like it so far. Yeah. We haven't gotten anything taken down there, but it looks just like TikTok and acts just like TikTok. Mm-hmm. Um, we actually were tipped off by, um, I think it's called Why Not. Mm. Yes, it's called Why Not. Um, they're on the adult side of things as far as uh, like promotions and marketing and um, that kind of thing. And then we get the newsletter. And there was a little story on this little app called Clapper, and it says it's adult content friendly. So we jumped over there, and by gosh, it is mm-hmm. because there are some there's some stuff on the Clapper. Yep. So um, I'll link that too. I think I think I can link that. Mm-hmm. Put that in the show notes too. Uh, check us out over there. It's going to be basically the same stuff that goes on. On TikTok. Only it's not censored. Only unedited. So it's like a, I don't know, behind the scenes, I don't know what you call it. Yeah. Premium content. Yeah. Not really, but kind of. Right. It, I'm able to say what I want right. to say. I can talk about pegging and I don't have to call it schmegging or right. duck holding or whatever the case may be. Right. It's the unfiltered content. Yes. That's what it is. Yes. That's what I want to say. I like it. Okay. And... So we got two birds with one stone in that one. Yeah, we did. What else is there? Is there any other housekeeping issues? Mm-hmm. I got to experience, I mean, it's Sunday now and about four o'clock. So we fell behind our schedule a little bit. But yeah. Friday, and initially we planned on recording this on Friday because it's easier to record in our camper right. when we don't have children's. Correct. Uh, however, I was having some issues with some blinky lights in my eyes, which apparently signifies that a migraine is coming. And on top of that, it's shark week. So needless to say, this weekend, I have spent a lot of time in my camper and a lot of noise and bright lights, and it's been hot as shit. So haven't really felt the greatest. No, it has been on the warm side, too. That hasn't made things any easier for you, so... So my Patreon peeps, I apologize that you didn't get an early sneak peek. I had to massage through the headache issues and there was a wedding this weekend and it was right at the campground. Yeah. It was real pretty. Yep. You got to play backup photographer photographer helper guy. Mm-hmm. That was fun. So that's a little bit about our weekend and kind of why the podcast isn't available early for my Patreon people. I'm real sorry. I don't I've never had a migraine before, I don't think. And not that I fully experienced one this time, but boy, the lights in my eyes were real weird. So, Let's see. Is that it for housekeeping? That's probably it. I should probably have a hit from the old vaporoo. Yeah. Cheers. All right. Let's dive in to subspace. Now, I'm going to be totally transparent here. A big part of the reason that I wanted to do this episode specifically is because I am not very knowledgeable on what the actual definition of subspace is. I know generalized information about it or what you read, which is also why I brought my subby in because Mm -hmm. I would love his input on it. 
But I know that in a relationship like this, especially when it comes to sexual play, making sure that you know what you're doing when your sub enters into subspace or is in subspace or after play occurs, making sure you're nurturing and taking care of them and, and, or, you know, him, her, whatever the case may be, um, is really important. And I don't have a whole lot of information on that. Uh, so here we are. And I assume I'm not the only one. So this may be helpful to someone else is my hope. So like I was saying earlier, we're just going to touch on this and kind of talk about how like our perspective or our slant on the subspace topic. Um, I have a little like a tiny amount of experience in that place, um, but we've we have not really done too much of that yet listen guess who was introduced to the flogger last weekend it was so fun i mean okay so i've used a flogger before on him yeah but but not like this yeah it was pretty fun yeah she cranked the level up a little bit i did and uh got to a little bit of a taste of it and and the riding crop yep Mm -hmm. and as i suspected she warmed right up to it really nicely i really like it a lot yep not that I was pushing nor convincing or talked you into or anything like that. No, absolutely not. We've had talks about this for Many years. years. So the struggle that we have again is the riding crop, the flogger, all of these things make noise and it it's real hard for us to find time. Yes. And especially this season at camp, I have done more massage. I mean, even this weekend with my headache, I did yeah. three or four plus some chair massage. So even when we're here and it's supposed to be our time off per se, we're still working and yeah, for, for the most part, to yeah. a certain extent. So we don't necessarily, I mean, it's still kind of like 10, 11 o'clock comes around at night and we're real tired. We're like old people. Kind of, yeah. We just stumbled into the right opportunity last weekend. Mm-hmm. And doing a photo shoot that yes. was fucking fantastic. Super excited about that one. Oh, it was actually the weekend before. But was yes. It? Yes, because yeah. we weren't here last weekend. Oh, that's true. Friday we came up and recorded that video and we played a little bit. And I will say I mean, as a little bit of a bridge into deeper things. I will say last week, I I may have I may have experienced a little bit of subspace, a little bit of because you and the photographer <laughs> beat the hell out of me for a little bit. Yes. Yeah. So it was fantastic. Yeah. Um. But we weren't really like in a moment or a scene. So I suspect no. it's a little bit harder for you to actually. I mean, yes. You were. You two were. It was just kind of a let's take this for a test run kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Was, I think that's more what it was. A little test drive. Yeah. It was fun. I liked it. I could absolutely have the photographer join in on another one because it was yeah. fun. Yep. And uh, anyways, getting back to that, I think in the moments Post to that, um, I was quiet and reserved a little bit mm-hmm. and um, maybe a little reflective on the moment, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, 
but you get, you did give me a little aftercare, nice rubbing and stuff. And that was super nice. Here's the thing with me. And I, this is a learning process for me. When we do things like that, I really don't live in that moment long in general, even like after we have sex or on rare occasions or whatever, Mm -hmm. I tend to, I'm up and ready to do the next thing or I, you know, I'm ready for bed or whatever. I'm not, I have to be more, uh, like in the moment. Yeah. I need need to be more conscious and more, uh, intentional. That's the word I'm looking for with kind of enjoying that. I mean, really focusing on how my body feels after things like that happen. Mm -hmm. And when we were doing the photo shoot, it was more of a, yeah, we were in the moment for a second, like really there. And it was like a thing. And then I don't know, like I just kind of, okay, well now we need to move on to the next thing. You know, what's the next thing we need to keep going for? Right. Because we're going from location to location and we were moving all over. Yeah. 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 So it was a way different, uh, scenario Mm -hmm. for what that would be at another time. So. Yeah. I would like to do that where we maybe are. I mean, photos could be taken, but I would rather it not be because we were taking photos that we were doing it where I was actually doing it. Yeah. And I'm also very interested in learning more about the process. I mean, I'm sh- and maybe we'll do an episode on that on um like scene scene play. Kind of, right? yeah. Yeah. That would be kind of interesting. Just making your way into that that environment and that frame of mind and then during yep the the scene or the i guess i'm not sure what you call it i think it's almost the like time, the time the time that you do it and then i think it's course, almost like massage there's a whole process to it you know i start out this way and then work yeah. into this and then you know you have this whole kind of procedure like it doesn't need to be all planned out but just kind of you start out light, you get right. harder, and then you right. lighten up a little bit, and then there's, you know. For sure. So, uh, I mean, if, is that as a, a parallel or a, what's the word I'm trying to think of? Comparison. Whatever. A comparison, a parallel, whatever. Yep. Um, you don't necessarily, at least we don't, again, your results. Everybody has their own dynamic. May vary, I guess. Yeah. Um, or your methods may vary. But I can't imagine the right thing or the the normal thing or whatever word I want to use there. I can't imagine that the person, the sub walks up to the X, the cross. Mm-hmm. Uh, folks, whatever. Yeah. Whatever the terminology help me out is. on what that's called. Um, I can't imagine the sub walks up to that spreads out and the Dom just starts hauling off. Yeah. I can't imagine that being a healthy way to move into that space. Again, kind of like massage. You don't and, go in blaring hot on a muscle. Maybe right. You got to start out, get the blood flow into the surface. I think that would intensify the feeling. Right. Exactly. And, and it allows time to just kind of get into that place, mm-hmm. you know? Um, again, it's not like you're <laughs> going through the McDonald's drive through and then Correct. walking up to the cross and getting the shit beat out of you. Yeah. You know? There's work your way. Into there's that. somewhere in between where that um, you're allowed to get into that space. Mm-hmm. So again, we've kind of gotten off topic, but sort of, yeah. yeah. We're talking a little bit of general things, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, so we actually Googled 
just to give you kind of a idea. Okay. Or, you know, like the Google definition and then how we would define it for us, I would say. Right. So we just did how, how do you fall into a subspace? Right. And Google says how far down a submissive goes into subspace is dependent upon a variety of factors. The skill of the dominant in understanding the submissive's needs, the dominant's ability to constructively, I don't have my glasses on, sorry, constructively manipulate and feed such needs and desires, and how well the submissive trusts and relates to the dominant and so on. That pretty much locks it up for me. Yep. Yeah, I'm. I can't really argue with that. No. Nope. That actually comes from um, a blog, it looks like, Finding Space Part 1, Subspace. What is it? I don't know how to pronounce that. Let us zoom in. We're both blind, honey. Modemworld.me is where we got that from. Yeah, and literally just Google that, and it's yeah. the first thing that comes up. Yeah, it's hard to really argue with that because it that the way that's put it makes a ton of sense. It's really... Uh, it's it's really kind of it's really a give and take thing it's really um it <laughs> it really does depend on how well the the well, i would say how good the connection is mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. because you know me and i know you mm-hmm. really well. well yes and not just like bedroom stuff like mm-hmm. across the board pretty much um So you know the things that I need, Mm -hmm. the things that I like, things that I don't like, and and same with you. So, like, neither one of us are going to put each other into a situation that we know the other isn't comfortable with. Right. Like, that is a blanket statement, Mm -hmm. you know? Agreed. So. I think, too, that that ties in with chastity because I think uh, when you're wearing the cage, you know, I always talk about how much more attentive you are to me. Yes. I feel like when you have the cage on, you are in a stage mm-hmm. of subspace, a continual Some stage. sort of level of it, for yeah, sure. Yeah, not, not full on. No, but it it's, it's, well, okay, again, for me, your situation may vary or whatever, um, but for me, it's almost a subconscious mind shift, mm-hmm. you know? I don't necessarily um, put the cage on and instantly, you know, I'm right there, right, meek and mild, and you know, groveling servant type. He's like that normally. Maybe not groveling. But uh, sometimes he does take very good care of me. But there's certainly a level of like I usually think of you ahead of me. Most in general, office. cage yeah. or no cage, right, right. But then there's you know the 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 one level up from that or the two or three levels up from that, that I get into. And like I said, it's subconscious or sometimes it is conscious. Um, Sometimes I'm very aware of it. Sometimes it's something where like, I almost long for it, Mm -hmm. you know, or once I get there, I feel like this is, you know, really where I enjoy being, Mm -hmm. you know, this is really like, I get to be here. Yeah. For you, you know, well, first of all, I get to be here where I wanted to be most of my life. Right. Right. But now I get to be here for you. Right. So, I mean, it, I don't know that it gets any better than that, than that, to be honest. I like hearing that. Good. A lot. Good. Yes. I think 
I think the cage goes hand in hand with a certain, you know, I mean, I think there's many levels to subspace. I don't think it's just, a. um, I think after play or after a, a session of some sort that you're in a very high level of subspace. This is just my interpretation. And right. I listen, there's no right or wrong. This is just how I view it. And everybody has their own view of it. And there is a formal definition, I'm sure, on the internet, but I'm sure they all vary. It's getting hot in here. It is getting warm in the camper because <laughs> we have the air off. Woohoo. Actually, it's not that bad. Um, again, about the whole subspace thing. Uh, you know, there's things that you can read from Google and there's tons of blogs on this topic. Please, mm-hmm. if you want to go deeper, go down that route. I assume we'll be talking about this again once we learn a little bit more, once we experience a little bit more. I would love feedback too. Yeah. From anybody who has good literature that I can check out. Did I say that right? Literature. 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 <laughs> okay. Now that I've properly pronounced it. Uh, anybody that has any anything that they've read that they thought, you know, hey, this is fantastic, really resonates with me, whatever. I would love some feedback or thoughts yep. on on what you classify subspace as. That and if you want to have interviews. Yeah. Anyone would you like to be on the podcast? I listen and I have so many people that I would love to have on the podcast. The yep. thing I'm struggling with is, well, one, I need him because I don't know how to technologically. Is yeah. that the right way yeah. to say it? Yep. Do this because this is his area. Yep. I and I need his assistance. And there's some things going on with outside of work and whatever that is taking up time. Yeah. So it's just finding the time. But I really, really, really want to do interviews and I'm really trying. And I would love to do I really want to have our neighbors on the podcast yeah. because they are a fantastic example. That'll totally happen at some point. I mean, we're They're getting there and I know we yeah. keep saying we're going to have interviews and yep. all of this. We just have to have the right place or I need his help with the uh, legit. This is the right place to do that. Absolutely. Whether it's people from like our friends and we have a ton of friends here, whether it's that or somebody via Skype or zoom mm-hmm. or whatever, FaceTime, whatever it is, this would be absolutely the place to do that because we can just, we can talk and mm-hmm. not have to worry about, you know, the person down the hall hearing what we're talking about or the kids upstairs or dogs barking, dogs barking. People yeah. Coming and going. Right. That whole thing. So this would be the great place to do that. However, the Wi-Fi here sucks fucking ass. Yeah. It's real rough. So as far as having interviews with people via Zoom, Skype, FaceTime, whatever, that poses a problem. That's not going to happen here, probably. Um, and as far as having interviews with people who are here, it's just a matter of lining up schedules when people are going to be here, when they have free time. Because honestly, some people just come here to chill. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I would hate to impose on people who are here to relax right. because there's people here that have really high stress jobs and this is their getaway. And yep. there's other ones, too, that might really enjoy talking about their oh, lifestyle. Oh, for sure. You know, yeah. but we just have to find the right time. and. Like I said, massage has been insane, which right. I'm very thankful for. Um, so it's just a matter of timing on our yeah. part. We're, we're working on it. Yeah. We have kind of a lot going on, I think. So anyways, reach out to us. Yeah. Her. Um, she's reachable, like we said, on everything. Links in the podcast or links in the show notes and stuff like that. How you can get a hold of her. 
if you'd like to share your two cents on the whole subspace thing, because I think that'd be a really good mm -hmm. future episode. Yep, for sure. Yep. And on that note, Mm -hmm. there's also Dom Space. Yes. I really know nothing about like literally, I mean, I knew it existed, but I know nothing about Dom Space. So... I mean, that makes total sense because if I have my space, you should have your space. Mm-hmm. I think that, um, and I'm totally, you know, obviously I'm not you, um, but I think you or any dumb can reach that place where it's a little bit euphoric and um, lack of a better term, like weightless or, mm-hmm. or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, where you've reached that that thing and you're on autopilot and you're just enjoying the moment and what's happening. Um, You're being cognizant of the situation, obviously. Um, But you're kind of floating on your own cloud. Like the sub is floating on his or her own cloud. Well, and this is kind of off topic, but not off topic. You know, we haven't done a lot with the flogger and the crop, like we said, with noise, the noise issue and things like that, people in our house. But I've also, this is a new thing that's kind of come up. Um, the last couple of weeks, I've been referred to a few times as kind of a mommy dom. <laughs> that's right. You have. <laughs> so. I'm not, that's not like funny haha. It's cute as fuck. Well, and it's actually a pretty accurate. It is. Pretty accurate. I'm very nurturing mm-hmm. that way. And right. people who view us from the outside probably don't realize. I mean, the people here do because I'm wearing a key and his dick is in a cage. Right. We're pretty open about that here. Right. But I mean, we're pretty open about it everywhere other than maybe at home. Right. I mean, and whatever. Right. But the whole mommy dom thing here is, you know, we did this photo shoot a couple weeks ago and the whole hitting thing and, um, flogging and cropping and all of that my okay so my concern and this is where I struggle being a dom I don't have issues telling him what to do but if you were to view our household on a daily basis you would never think that I am the dominant (laughs) and feel guilty most of the time and it's real hard for me because I know that he works real hard for me he works real hard for my family for our family Mm -hmm. I mean, he's supporting kids that aren't even his and household and all of these things. And I struggle very hard with being dominant or ordering him to do more things when he comes home. And I know we've kind of touched on this in previous episodes and things like that, but my whole hesitancy, is that a word? Hesitancy. Yeah, go with it. I like it. With really going to town on him is... I think I would hit a level of dom space and I worry that the mommy dom part of me would go away and I would go and go and go and not, I mean, I think I would just go ape shit on him. But we have a safe word. I know, but (laughs) gosh, I have to get over this barrier in my brain that says I shouldn't hit you because you are the supporter of my family. It's two different. Secret, if you're listening right now, I really want her to get to that place. I, and I understand that. I just. However. I mean, if you could see his poor little face when he comes home from work and it's hot out and he's been doing his work all day, which is sometimes outside where there's no air conditioning and he looks real fucking tired and I feel real bad about hitting him. But listen, something I'm learning is, is it's a way to release his stress. Yes. too. Yes. I don't know. 
it's I mean, he he's a very obedient submissive and That's I right. am dominant over him mm-hmm. in our house. We do mm-hmm. live our own type of female led relationship, mm-hmm. but again, like I cook supper and I generally serve it to him, which is real backwards. <laughs> so is I sit down when I get home from work and shower up, I'll sit down on the couch chair thing, whatever. And she brings me food like 99 times out of a hundred or whatever. And I feel fucking guilty that she's doing that, but I understand it because it's showing her appreciation for what I do outside the house. However, on the weekends, it's very different. She's a fucking bitch. I am not. (laughs) Fuck off. I am never a bitch. I'm just kidding. I am so sweet and nice all Mm, the time. I don't know about all the time. Oh, listen, let's get the crop. See, we're getting there. (laughs) He is very attentive and he handles Mm -hmm. things. I enjoy being in that space. That is my tiny little... um, uh, creek of subspace, you know, my tiny little stream of subspace. Like I like, I really enjoy being there. Mm-hmm. That's where I feel most at home or most comfortable or like, I don't know. So I think my, I think really my whole point in wanting to do this episode is just mainly to kind of show you a side of me. Like I listen, I don't know fucking everything. I don't even Mm-mm. come close to Nobody knowing does. everything and I'm learning more every single day. Right. And I still have my programming that I struggle with. You know what I yeah. mean? Like I have things that I need to work through. I get emails sometimes too, about um, how do I punish him? And I think it touched on this too. I literally don't generally have to punish him, but, I don't punish him by hitting him one because he would enjoy it right. and it wouldn't be, be a punishment. But I, I, you have to be creative. You have to find your way. Like, don't touch me. Works. Yes, <laughs> I will. I will tell him that I'm not. He can't touch me for 24 hours. That's a good punishment. That's a long time. But he doesn't generally get those punishments. And no. listen, it's almost a punishment for me because. I'm always touching him as well. Right. Like if you like were sitting under the here, table right now. Yes. If you are, we are touching right now under the table constantly. Yep. So, I mean, you have to. And we're certainly not one of the typical, I don't want to say typical necessarily, but I've seen this, my God, so more than often where a couple's been together for quite some time and they intentionally do shit to piss the other, the other person off. Ugh true story we do not do that Mm -mm. i don't understand where that is healthy in any relationship much less our specific brand of relationship how is that healthy in any relationship now you're exactly the opposite you do everything you can to make my life easier that's the way i'm wired yeah that's the way that's where i enjoy being now at the same time there are moments where Okay, so if if it's going to cause a laugh afterwards, mm-hmm. right? Or it's a funny situation, you're mm-hmm. you're just it's lighthearted, you know, you're not doing something to legit piss the other person off, mm-hmm. but you're doing something or whatever that would make the other person, you know, not angry, but like, oh you fucking got me. 
you know, or whatever it is. Well, and sometimes you know. he'll do things or he'll say things too that uh, he knows will get a rise out of. Right. Me. So it's one of those he does it for the shock factor, and right. then we both laugh about it's it. It's purely comedy, yeah. like me calling her a bitch moments ago. Yeah. Not, not for a second would I ever say that she's ever been a bitch to me. Oh fuck! I'll call myself a bitch before anything because yeah, I can and, feel it. And but. I'm usually pulling her out of there because she's not being a bitch. Ooh, she's being she's the worst critic sometimes. Ugh, get real crabby. Yep. So if you're doing it for comedy reasons, I mean, then it's that's, that's all right. I mean, if you're doing it to legit piss your other piss the other person off, stop doing that. Well, and here's the other thing too, you know. Everybody says when you make jokes like that, that there's always some seriousness behind it. And like when he does things like that, I honestly, it maybe there is to a certain extent, some seriousness Not behind even. it because it's, it's something that I recognize that I do that I need that I'm working on changing or whatever. So he'll say something and I find it funny. I don't take any of it to heart ever. I mean, we have that relationship, but you know, sometimes people will say when you're drinking, the truth comes out and I don't, I don't necessarily know if that's the case, but I mean, the things that he jokes about me with, or the things that he, uh, says when he's trying to get a rise out of me or whatever, it is meant completely as a joke and none of it. I mean, you really have to gauge your partner if that's something that you guys do, but he never says anything or does anything that intentionally pisses me off. She has spent most of her life with guys tearing her down and I've spent the last seven years building her right back up. Yeah, it's a work in progress. You're doing really well. I'm much more confident now that I have this podcast and there's people that I feel like I can relate to. You have a couple thousand friends every week listening to what you want to say. This one might be a little rambly, but I really appreciate the people that take time out of their day to listen. It blows my mind still. I say this all the time, but I can't believe that somebody takes time out of their day to listen to what I have to say. Right. But I love that that's the case. I love that it maybe gets questions going in your mind or Mm -hmm. I just want people to, I mean, you don't have to like what I talk about. You sure as fuck don't have to want to participate in what I talk about. And you don't have to like us at all. No, but you know, but thank you for liking us. I just want to be here to put the information out there and to make people realize that this lifestyle is not for everyone. But it's right. there for you to customize to your right. own relationship. And whether you go to the extreme of putting a cage on your significant other's sexual parts, I don't know. Cause Wiener. You, I mean, well, okay, but they have female Dick, chastity cunt. devices too, don't they? They do. And I guess if you if you really talk about a female-led relationship, this would apply more to True. A, maybe a, a lesbian couple sure. of some sort or a a bi couple maybe of some sort or whatever you're doing. I guess I don't know. Yeah. My gosh, there's, it's a fucking buffet, you know, what I have noticed from the people in lifestyle that I have come in contact with specifically at this campground, they communicate well, they have a solid foundation Mm -hmm. and they really are living their best life. And there are people here who absolutely do not understand why I would ever put my husband's dick in a cage. But that conversation last night, actually. Again. And that's okay. And listen, they have come a long way from initially talking to us about mm-hmm. it 
to now they're kind of like, okay, I understand why you, I would never do it, but I understand why you do. I kind of understand why you do it. Not kind of, I mean, initially the first comment was, Hey buddy, listen, I I got a pipe cutter. I can get you out. (laughs) Which if you could have seen the face when my husband said, I don't want to get out. Yeah. It was fantastic. There was some comedy in that too. Yeah. And I think, I mean, we're getting off on a little bit of a tangent again, but I think that, um, this, this person, um, had some time away from the initial mm-hmm. conversation yeah, to maybe think ago. about it. Mm-hmm. And he, he addressed me in a, in a comedic kind of way, mm-hmm. right. In a bro comedic kind of way. And, uh, and we just had the, a conversation about it. I think a lot of and it. I, it's not like, you know, like I didn't feel, I didn't feel torn down. I didn't feel degraded. I didn't feel insulted. I didn't, none of that. Like I was very yeah. confident in the way I was talking and he's very receptive to mm-hmm. what I said. So. Well, and I think part of the reason when, he approached you directly too is because I think he maybe thought I was full of shit. Yeah. So he had to yep. go to you for backup, which is totally fine. Which, yeah, which, which is whatever. But I mean, you know, why not go to the person that's actually right. wearing the thing right. on his dick, right. you know, and have the conversation. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I thought it was actually a pretty good conversation with a guy who'd never probably even heard of it until yeah. just recently. Yeah. You know, I agree. That's a pretty big shock factor for, you know, certain the way that people are brought up sometimes or what you have an understanding of. Like, you know, when I saw Cockage at first, I was like, what the fuck is that? You know, Ooh, I loved it. Screenshot it, sent to her. Fuck yeah. Is what the response was. And, <laughs> We've been hit, you know, we hit the ground running pretty much. So um, we're wired a little bit differently than some people and totally that's okay too. Mm -hmm. Um, But I felt really good about that conversation Mm -hmm. last night. It was kind of fun, actually. I really, and it it really makes me feel like it's possible to really knock down some of the stigma stigma with Mm -hmm. this lifestyle. Yeah. I mean, all the time I say, take the sex out of it and just look at the foundation of the relationship of the people that are participating in the lifestyle things. Um, I think that overall there's a fantastic foundation to the relationship. And listen, this is the happiest I've ever been Mm -hmm. in any relationship. Same here. And that maybe doesn't have anything to do with the lifestyle, but I sure think that it plays a pretty big role. I think it does. I think it really lets us be who we really are you know, and not have to like hide or pretend that we're not, mm-hmm. you know, in that mindset or, or whatever. And, you know, if we stop this officially one day, this, you know, this, the life, the label that we have, whatever, stop it, take the cage off, throw it away. I guarantee you, I am still going to be the same person to her. Mm-hmm. Because that's the way I'm wired and that's where I am most comfortable. Mm -hmm. So that's just the way it is. Since doing this podcast too, even, I mean, we're 43 episodes in. Yep. In the beginning, I was real apprehensive about doing this. I was kind of scared about what people might think about me. So if there's people listening to this podcast and they're like, I could never tell my friends or family that may hold true. You may not ever be able to tell them. No, and that's okay. I am so much more comfortable talking about it. And, you know, I've said this before. My kids don't necessarily know about the cock cage, but they know mm-hmm. my 18-year-old, well, soon-to-be 18-year-old daughter 
is aware that we have the type of relationship where I'm in charge or I'm mm-hmm. in control. And, you know, our kids see nothing but love and attentiveness between the two of us right. and things like that. So I just, I've come a long way and I'm really happy that there's so many of you following along on this journey with me. And I've just become so much more comfortable mm-hmm. with discussing this lifestyle because I think it's fantastic. I yep. mean, I just really think it's, people need to see the healthy sides of it right. or the the beneficial sides of it. I mean, everything has its ups and downs. Life in general has its ups and downs mm-hmm. and there's bad parts of the lifestyle as well. There's bad people in the lifestyle. Right. It happens. There's bad people everywhere. Yep. I don't know. We have kind of gone off on a tangent. Yep. Initially it was supposed to be a subspace. It turned into a, Mountain Dew and water time with. Sort of. I mean, if we want to wrap it all up. Um, our perspective, the sub, our perspective of the subspace thing is, um, you know, I we've only inched in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, this specific episode, we're just kind of peeling off the first layer a little bit. And just having the conversation about it. And again, I assume there's going to be more episodes down the road to dig a little bit deeper. So stay tuned for those. Mm-hmm. And offer feedback. I would yeah. love to hear. I mean, yep. I am always for learning new things and understanding. And yep. and then so, I tweak it to my own liking. I think we did peel off that first layer. I, I think so too. Mm-hmm. As well as talking about how fantastic all of you are. Right. And how much this podcast has changed my life in doing it. And I am so grateful for the feedback that I get that people are like, you've helped me so much. Yes. I love that. I love that so much. Again, the technology is not my friend and I'm getting better and I'm learning. Mm -hmm. This is a whole new world for me, but he puts a lot of work into the post-production aspects. So this is kind of his baby too. So as much as I love it, he loves it as well. It's really something that we do together. And so when when she gets when miss christine gets uh, emails twitter messages tiktok messages whatever it is when she gets that with people that say thank you for what you're doing man is that an uplift for the week i would take that over money any day yeah like that we thoroughly enjoy that and mm-hmm. so again thank you for those messages because we really really sincerely appreciate it so if you get anything out of this podcast know that if you are taking time to listen to it we sincerely appreciate you yeah. and appreciate your time and yep. hope that what we have to say in some way shape or form resonates with you and helps you out in any way that it can yeah i think that wraps it up nicely i hope you all have a fantastic week be good human beings And we will chat soon. Love you all. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Please, if you enjoyed this episode, leave a rating and review on whatever podcast app that you listen on. I would really appreciate it. And please share a link to the podcast on your social media. I really believe that there may be things I talk about that somebody might just want to hear. I'd love to be able to connect with you. So the best place to do that is probably Twitter. 
You can look for at Christine Kellogg. Christine, K-R-Y-S-T-I-N-E. Also, I can be reached at christinekellogg at gmail.com. If you would like to support this podcast and or explore my FLR coaching or key holding services, please find me on Patreon at Christine Kellogg. My beloved army of patrons is slowly growing and your kindness is very much appreciated. For custom audios, I'm on Fiverr at Christine Kellogg. I produce custom erotic voiceovers, POV, point of view, JOI, jack off instructions, as well as erotic hypnosis, ASMR, audiobooks, and custom voicemail messages. Hit me up on Fiverr and mention that you heard me on the podcast and I will give you a KFLR listener discount. For pics and videos of me and me torturing my subby's little dick, look me up on OnlyFans at Christine Kellogg. There's a growing amount of content that is free for now, as well as custom request options for my followers there. Let me know that you found me through my podcast because that would be super cool. Links to all of these are in the show notes. Again, thank you so much. Be good human beings and stay safe. I can't wait till the next episode. Mwah!